0: Well, we keep on rolling here on the Tony D Podcast as we get you set for the 104th running of the Indianapolis 500. Looking forward to a conversation with Connor Daly coming up. His dad, Derek, will also join me. Uh, a good friend of mine will break down the race and uh, what to expect coming up on Sunday. And, of course, in this episode, the fastest rookie qualifier, the new flying Dutchman, Renus VK, will join us. But, as always, the Tony D Podcast is brought to you by Flooring is Forever, 317-755-1246. If you're looking for high-quality flooring with a lifetime warranty, 100% kit-proof, waterproof, and pet-proof Cortex flooring is the way to go. Beautiful options from wood to tile looks. Built-in cork backing creates an extra layer of insulation. Easy to clean and won't stay and get a hold of Harley today. 317-755-1246. Well, he was impressive. He was the only Chevy inside the top nine for qualifying for the 104th running of the Indianapolis 500 he's from the Netherlands 19 years old driver of the number 21 sonax jumbo Ed carpenter racing Chevy Renas VK with us Renas you there buddy how are hello? Renus, you hello hello how are you doing bud
1: I'm good how are you
0: good are you anxious for uh for Sunday
1: not anxious just um, excited mm-hmm.
0: what let's go back to last week and Renas VK with us here on a Tony the podcast driver the number 21 at Carpenter Racing, Sonax, Jumbo, Chevy. You know, not really a lot of practice time for a rookie driver, especially when, you know, mostly those first two days you're working on race setup, but you really dial it in Friday, and you put it inside the top nine, the only Chevy driver in the top nine. Just take me back to the emotions and what you were feeling throughout the weekend.
1: Um, yeah, we had a, we had a great two days of practice. Um, really made a lot of progress, and... Uh, Find a, find a good sweet spot uh, on the balance. And oh, then, yeah, for qualifying, uh, yeah, the car felt great, especially on Saturday uh, with no wind, just stay flat and have uh, have a lap time for over 231 miles an hour and P6 and advancing through the to the fast nine. And then on Sunday, uh, we actually left the car like it was in in first qualifying and uh, again it just felt great so uh, very very happy with uh, with the performance of the team and uh, all the work uh, that's put into the car
0: what was the difference you know, you said you didn't miss anything or didn't change anything overnight saturday night there was some wind gust on sunday did you have any concerns going in to that top nine or were you confident that you could improve on your position like you did
1: Actually, um, I knew the Hondas were going to be strong. Um, they showed that on on Saturday, and I was already happy with the fast nine, and I actually didn't didn't anticipate on moving forward in a fast nine, um, because I also had a very uh, very early draw in qualifying on Saturday. So my expectations weren't incredibly high. But then, um, yeah, I put down four great laps, and I actually just missed out on front row. So, that was a huge surprise.
0: Well, when it comes to uh, advice, you've got two of the fastest guys in your corner that I've ever gone around there, Ned Carpenter and Ari Leondyke. Let's start with Ari Leondyke. What has he meant to your career um, and getting to the point where you're at now? Obviously, from the Netherlands, Ari Leondyke is as well, two-time Indy 500 winner. He's been helping you out, not only here at Indy, but throughout the entire season.
1: Yeah, e. has, uh has played a big role in my career, um, actually. Here in Indy, at the 2016 Indy 500, and um, well, throughout the years, we have developed like a kind of father and son uh, relationship. Um, it's really great to, to have him around. Um, also, something that's a great, well, it's fine, um, he, is, uh, he is a steward for the racing, for the for the Indy IndyCar series, so I gotta make sure um, our friendship isn't <laughs> um, understand it on the wrong on the wrong level. So um, he mostly gives me uh, gives me advice about um, how to stay clean, and um, he kind of explains the rules like twenty times to me. I, I was gonna
0: say now, if you get sent quote unquote to the principal's office, is he more lenient towards you because of the relationship? Or would he be harder on you because you know he knows to what you
1: should expect out of him? Um, well, I think he would just um, he would handle me as any other driver. Um, I think he just has to look at the car number, not who's in the car. So, um, of course, I want to be um, to be like uh, treated the same as uh, any other IndyCar driver because I don't want to have some advantage that other guys don't have. So um, yeah, <laughs> I um, I make sure I know all the rules so I don't have to, uh, to come visit Ari sometime.
0: Arenas VK with us on the Tony the podcast. Talk about that helmet too. It's it, it's part Ari Liendike. Um That's you know if you think about back to the '90s and the 500, there's some very um, recognizable helmets, and Ari definitely has one. And you're uh, you're doing a little tribute to him uh, with, with, with this weekend's race on your helmet
1: yeah it's uh, it's it's come out great um i came up with the idea over the winter and i really um i really like how the how the album ended up of course uh twenty twenty design of me on the right and uh Ari has uh, nineteen ninety design on the left um i think it's an iconic design and uh, it's great to uh to carry out those colors thirty years after his first Indy five hundred win
0: Marinus, how important has it been to have a guy like Ed Carpenter as your owner who's also a driver, knows what you're feeling, knows maybe some suggestions to make? Um, You know, there's obviously learning curves your rookie year, but he's got to be a guy that has helped you out immensely knowing that, hey, he believes in you by putting you in the car, but now to see that you're fast, uh, how much is the data going back and forth and just, hey, here's what you should do? How much has Ed helped you with that?
1: Um, Yeah, Ed really helped me um, over – the last week he um of course he is my teammate now which is a little different but he um he made sure when we went out uh for my first traffic run that it was together with him and with connor so i had some um predictable guys around me and they they could give me feedback on um how my uh how i was in traffic so that really helped me and they uh, really teach me um that traffic running at the beginning of the week and uh yeah that um, that's very comfortable to drive those peace but know that you have some guys looking over your shoulder
0: he's the fastest rookie in the fields for the 104th any 500 he'll start fourth on sunday uh you had the kind of virtual american dairy association luncheon yesterday uh talk about that you enjoyed that and i promise you that when things get back to normal or not in this COVID era we've got to get you a milkshake Uh, from the American Dairy because they are the best
1: yeah it was uh, it was great to be there um of course you are only a rookie for uh for one year so I uh, made sure I enjoyed the best (laughs) of it and it was great um having my my plaque on a trophy and also uh getting handed the the check which was my first ever dollar made (laughs) made in car racing so that was quite um quite an honor and um Yes, just uh, great having the possibility to do this.
0: Well, make sure you keep that check. You hang it up somewhere so that it's always going to be there, that you don't lose it.
1: Yeah, I'll make <laughs> sure it's uh, – I'll always remember it, so uh, I'll make sure it uh, it gets a special place in my uh, in
0: my home. Last thing before we let you go, Rina's VK with us, drive the number 21 at Carpenter Racing, Sonax Jumbo Chevy, starting fourth um we know that that first lap can be chaotic i'm sure you've gone back and watched some of the starts in the past also as a rookie i think you you don't know what you don't know um how do you last 500 miles and get there at the end and, and not have something go wrong early
1: well um i have uh a good qualifying uh position so uh starting off road two will make things uh quite a bit easier um no, uh, no power ups or, or anything. Uh, I'll just hopefully be in front of that uh, with my fourth position. And yeah, we got a really strong car. I have um, a really good team around me with engineers and, and strategists and uh, two amazing teammates that uh, really can help me uh, make sure I'm fully prepared before the race starts.
0: Renus VK with us on the Tony Podcast. Best of luck on Sunday. Uh, keep it fast stay up front and uh, let's see if you can't get it done coming up uh it'll be it'll be early sunday evening when that race when that race goes goes to the finish thank you very much i'll do my utmost best all right thanks good sir good luck good talking to you appreciate it
1: thank you all right have a good
0: one see you see you Love it. Great conversation there with Renus, a guy that I think is gonna be in the IndyCar series for a very, very long time. Um certainly a young gun now at nineteen years old, but um, you know, you, you kind of look at some of the talent that Ed Carpenters had in that 21 car. Um, you know, Spencer Piggott probably didn't have the best of results, uh, but still a great talent. And then now Renus and what he's learned so far this year. And then impressive so far qualifying fourth. he's gonna have a great shot. I mean you think about that inside of row two, you're kinda of gonna have maybe not the preferred line because I think the third and the sixth position are the preferred line, but if he can if he can just go off Marco's cue and stay right on the gearbox of Marco, um he's gonna have a chance to stay right up there and be up front all day. You got to execute pit stops in and out laps perfectly, um, and just keep your nose clean. But like he mentioned, you know, starting in the fourth position, it seems like everything is going to happen behind him. And he sees the focus in, focus forward on what's in front of him. So, again, Rena's VK there. Uh, Connor Daly coming up on the Tony V Podcast, so be sure to be on the lookout for that. Big thanks to Bree at Ed Carpenter Racing. Um, And if we can get Edward Carpenter on, um, you know, that'll be a good conversation because that is, uh, well, that's my guy. As you guys know, there's a lot of drivers that I cheer for, but um, if you've known me for however long, you know, when I was in, middle school and high school sorry to make you feel old Ed if you're listening um, but it was Ed Carpenter and Thomas Schechter for me so uh, Ed's left out of those two a lot of other drivers that I like now obviously uh, but yeah awesome conversation there with Renus and uh, I love getting to know these guys we had Alex Palou on uh, a couple months ago during the uh, the iRacing when the pandemic was really hitting so really, really looking forward to seeing what arenas can do and keeping that thing up front coming up on Sunday. The Tony D Podcast brought to you by Flooring Us Forever. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned. Plenty of more coverage of the 104th Indianapolis 500 to come.